0: No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: Talk radio. Okay. 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 Gangnam Style. Gangnam star. 낮에는 따스러운 인간적인 여자. 니가 유란은 푸쩍 있는 여자. 밤이 엄마, 심장이 두 여자. 그런 반전 있는 여자. 나, 니는 남아, 쿠스타로 온 천사도. 니가 시키고, 니가 내, 와샤, 대리, 니가 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 니가
1: on Gangnam, Style. Gangnam Style. One bleeds red and one bleeds blue. Two friends, one heated rivalry. It's intense. It's no holds barred. It's game time. All right, let's go. On Red vs. Blue Sports Talk Radio with your host,
3: Friday and welcome to the Red vs. Blue Friday night football show, wherever you may be. Thanks for making up part of your night. I'm Scott Atkins, Team Legacy in the World of High Stakes Fantasy Football. Here at Red vs. Blue, we take an inside look to the pro circuit of fantasy sports. As always, I'm joined by the Big Blue co host from Brandenburg, Kentucky, Michael Trim. Mike, we are now hosted. By a couple of uh, Wintergreen Way Leagues here up in the local neighborhood league. We got Randall 420 up in the house, and we got Hungry Hippie. Matthew, what's going on, fellas? Yeah, what's up, oh, not much. How's it going, Scott? Live studio audience, Mike. What do you think, Bum? Hey, I love it. I love it. You got Randy and uh, Hungry Hippo. What's Hungry Hippo's
4: first name? Hippo?
3: Hungry Hippie, man. <laughs> Hungry Hippie.
4: Uh, well, I'll tell you what. I love it. I love it, Scott, that uh, you – you guys can get around together, uh, Randy and Hippie and uh, Hungry Hippo and whatever the heck, and just have a good time, man. You know, this <laughs> um, this is the time right now. You know, it's this, a shot at the big prize. Uh, this week, st- it starts the shot at the big prize of what everybody's worked so hard for. So, let's let it roll.
3: That's right, man. It is week 14 in the National Football League. It's a big week for fantasy football in general, but for the high-stakes leagues, it's even bigger the $200,000 grand prizes are at stake in the FFWC and the FFPC. we got 100 dollars at stake in the NFFC. We've got a lot of other contests to talk about tonight. Everybody can reach the show at 347-324-5404. That's the number. You can call us up with all your Who Do I Start questions. We might have some time to take some, sh- take some calls at the end of the show, so just hang on if you do call in. We stream live on FSC.FM 24 hours a day, seven days a week. The Fantasy Sports Channel brings you fantasy coverage. You can also download our, our podcast on iTunes. Uh, you can check it out and download it on your iPod or MP3 player. So this is the Red versus Blue Friday Night Football show now sponsored by V2Sig. A little bit of a name change, but uh, we are home of them. FF Toolbox. We are home of fftoolbox.com now. Mike, it's it's very exciting to be part of that. We we are going to talk about the FFWC the 200 gram we did award our first vehicle in the world of high stakes fantasy football. Pretty freaking cool, man. A um a little uh 2012 uh, Fiat 500 pop, you know, it's a nice little fun car, probably 110 horsepower, nothing major, but it's a little sporty, little lightweight car. So you know, it's uh, it's gonna be fun to drive around. And Corey Gardner from Hershey, Pennsylvania, won the car, highest point total in the regular 13 week season. Uh, he gets the car, and Mike, uh, it's uh it's just nice to be able to do that, and uh, we're, we're arranging delivery as we speak.
4: Yeah, that's that's pretty cool, man. I mean. You know, whether it's for him, uh, you know, a daughter, a, a nephew, uh, wh- whatever it may be. I mean, I, I think it's awesome, man. Just the fact that uh, you guys can be able to do that and deliver it, and that's going to be pretty cool.
3: Well, you got a lot of teams, Mike, and, and so we are going to get started here with this Wintergreen weight Wake uh, League here. So, real quick, we're going to start with these guys. This is the uh, this is the live studio audience we have tonight. Randy four twenty. Uh, Randy, you won the league the last two years here in the Winter Green Way League. So he's got the bragging right. Why don't you say hello to America? How, how's everybody doing tonight? <laughs> doing great. Keep it going, Randy. Randy is a, a consummate professional at this sport. He's uh, meticulous with the matchups, analyzing them every week. Doesn't manage as many, but he is uh he is in also an ESPN pay league. I think it's uh, you know, thirty five dollars. Uh, they give away a thirty five hundred dollar gift card, Mike, uh from Best Buy, right? And he's in it right. and uh we, we start to look, we're like, well, how many people are playing in that league? And so we go to the the leaderboard, and there's only 50 teams that they show, and you can't find out how many are in the leaderboard. So I had to Google this, right? I Googled ESPN Fantasy Football, and I found an article from, like, a Baltimore reporter, and he's, and he's on the he, and on the article. He says, Baltimore man wins ESPN Fantasy Football, beats 3.1 million fantasy players, and wins a $3,500 gift card. <laughs> And I'm like, I'm like, wait a minute. Does that really match the accomplishment what this guy just did? He beat 3 million people. And, uh, you know, we we can run contests a whole lot better than ESPN, so we're real excited to do that. Hungry Hippie? Well, well Scott, real oh, quick, but... let me
4: jump in and ask Randy. Uh, who's better, Randy or Scott? Come on, Randy. Step up. <laughs> who's better, Randy or Scott?
5: Well, uh. You know, I think Scott would probably say he's better. But, uh, you know, I don't. I think we're actually pretty equal, pretty, uh, equal. pretty, pretty
3: equally matched. We have
5: uh, a lot of the same
3: ideas on people we like to start. What I'm afraid of, my, uh, Mikey, is I've got Matt Ryan and Julio Jones and Arian Foster. And I want to talk about this. I want to bring this up with you because how much of a risk is this here? I've got Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, and a lot of high stakes guys do too. But if they're going to run away with this league, what's going to happen week 16? I mean, we're already seeing Arian Foster slow down. If they get to home field in the, in the AFC – what happens right. with, with the Falcons, guys? The, the guys that own the Falcons play, and Gonzo too. You got to be a little scared of that.
4: Yeah, no, I don't think you do. I, I think we're going to be uh, full steam ahead. To be honest with you, as a matter of fact, one of my uh, one of my one of my sleepers that uh, you guys might not be thinking about that I don't know is Jock West, Jock West Rogers. I mean, he's going to be he's going to be a star this weekend. Uh, so I really expect him for a big game. Uh, Atlanta, they cannot afford to get uh, to step off the pedal because how many games have they won by 10, 12 points? How many games have they won by less than seven? These guys, they're not winning games easily. They've got to step on the pedal and step on it hard.
3: Hungry Hippie is in the uh, live studio audience tonight. Matthew, he's been number three two years in a row from the Wintergreen Weight League, so he's missed out on the big dance, but... He knows his stuff when it comes to fantasy football. What's a, what's the pick you're most proud of? Is it the Ridley pick? I mean, you were pretty stoked about Ridley all year. It,
0: it's got to be the Ridley pick. I took him uh, sixth round or so. I was happy about my team this year. A lot of bad luck. Second highest score, but didn't make the playoffs. Just one of those years.
3: And Mike, that's something here. They, these guys they play. Um, they don't play PPR. Number Not one, PPR. I'm trying to get them to confirm because basically, more points, more fun. Oh right?
4: no, well. Yeah, gumm I mean, That's the same way our league is here, and our local league here is in Brandenburg. No PPR, and I can't. It's hard for me to wrap my head heads around a non PPR. But
3: yeah, but anyway. it's the local draft. You got you got to support whatever it is. But also, they don't give any wild cards to point scores. So Matthew's a victim of that because he had the be- he had one of the higher points totals for the year. But they only take the head to head. So that's that's one of the reasons why it's very good in these high stakes contests. All of them do it. You get the point totals. Uh, get you in as well as the record because record can be kind of fluky, you know. And that's correct. That's what we're learning here. Well, Mike, we've got the crew here, the chat room here at Red vs. Blue. We affectionately call the crew. we got Allie Fontana in the oh, house. Don't forget the Bud Light, Scott. <laughs> we got we got the Bud Light in the <laughs> house. Bud Light. It's Fat Tire Friday here. Billy Waz, Code here. Henry Muto, IPS driver, Anita Jag, what's up? Joey Brown's having a big uh, year in high stakes. Rampo, Road Warrior, Shane P. Hallam. And sideline sage, Roger Gonzalez. We're going to talk about a lot of these guys tonight, Mike. We're going to start off with a, the discussion topic. We're always going to, we're going to do the discussion roundtable right off the bat. The thoughts on the NFL Player Safety Committee, real quick, before we get to week 14, we might go overtime tonight, so don't worry, guys. Contemplating a new NFL rule, removing the kickoff, Mike, the proposed change, from the way I understand it, teams that yeah. score would get the ball at their own 30, where it would be fourth and 15, they can either choose to punt the ball or go for it. What
4: the hell is that? <laughs> I first heard it yesterday, and I'm going, oh, my goodness. Is, he, I mean, he's falling off a cliff. First off, what 4th and 15 for uh, Tom Brady, uh, you know, Peyton Manning, what's 4th and t- 15 to them? That's nothing. That's nothing. They would give it a shot. Why not? Especially if, if you have a defense behind them. Uh, this is not going to fly, guys. There is no way. There is no way this is going to apply. Goodell, I I don't know. When he released this, the, the dude is crazy. I, I really think the guy is crazy. But th- this isn't going to apply. Even if it does, like I said, uh, you're going to have your teams that score. That's that's only going to make the teams that score that much better because they're going to convert in fourth and 15. What's harder, fourth and 15 or fourth and three?
3: Yeah, it's about the same these days, right? Yep. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. I I'm kinda curious though. I haven't heard the official ruling. Does this apply to the opening kickoff too? I mean, do you start the game fourth and fifteen <laughs> for the thirty and you choose the punch? Is that is that how it oh, works? first score? <laughs> yeah. That's
4: a good question, Scott. It's the first score.
3: Alright, after the so, first
0: score. It it's simply they 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 want to eliminate injuries. That's that's the obvious thing on the kickoff. Yeah. They want to do that. And they they've seen over years, the more they score points, the more they the more offense they love it. Right. So that's what they're going for. They start at the thirty, you're going to more more likely to open with the touchdown drive. That's what everybody wants to see. It's unfortunate they're going away from it, but I don't think it'll ever happen. I'm with you, Mike.
3: Hey, break out that fridge right there. We need another fat tire here All on right. red versus blue. Three four seven three two four five four zero four is the number. We're gonna jump right in. Well, I
0: got,
4: in for- I, got a, I got a real question, Scott. Uh, All right. What would Devin Hester think about this rule? <laughs>
3: Devin Hester has been unheard of in the fantasy world for a while now, so we don't really give a crap about Devin Hester. (laughs) Trust or Bust is the new segment now sponsored by ocfiat.com. Guys who were hot and cold in week 13, are they a trust this week or are they a bust in week 14? Mike, I'm going to start off. uh, One of the guys we had on here played last night. I'm going to go ahead and include him. Brandon Myers versus Denver. He's already a bust, but Man, can you believe that? I mean, from a guy that gets a 40 burger on Rich's bench last night, a cold cracker in the chat room here, to to virtually nothing last night.
4: Yeah, you know, he didn't get much at all. Uh he's been so hot of late. It just so happened that uh he he went against uh, you know, Bond Miller. I mean, these guys were angry and mean and nasty. That D, that Denver D, they can be really tough. So uh he just went against well he get something that was a little bit uh, too much
3: that he can handle. All right, so then we're we're gonna lead this one off and we're gonna tell we're gonna ask Randy here. Calvin Johnson was big last week. He was hot. Uh trust or bust for uh twenty twenty twenty-five fantasy points in PPR. Do you trust him? Uh yeah, I think I do. Uh I always trust Calvin. Uh, I mean he just produces
5: uh week in and week out. Um so yeah, I gotta say he's he's definitely a trust.
3: At Green Bay, you would think that uh that's gonna be a lot of uh, a lot of points scored in there. Mikey Andrew Luck, the hero of Indianapolis, the heroics he showed last week were just incredible. I watched the replay of the game just to relive it, and uh what he did was nothing short of phenomenal, and it's his, and he's only a rookie. It's only going to get better from here, but what do you say about Andrew Luck this week?
4: I trust him. I trust him. I continue to trust him. Uh the guy's good. Uh he shows an incredible composure uh him uh, RG3, uh, Russell Wilson Let's not forget about him But uh, for this uh, for this time frame uh, Andrew Luck, I trust him Against Tennessee with no problem
3: We got a question in the chat room Something about football Matt Ryan or Andrew Luck, decision time for me Matt Ryan plays at Carolina And they do have a formidable pass defense I don't know why, I don't really know What the situation is there But I, I have seen the stats on this team And they are pretty formidable Over the last five weeks When you look at Carolina, I saw this here. Let me scroll up. Atlanta and Carolina, yeah. Carolina's number six in the league over the last five weeks. But let's see who they played. Washington, Denver, Peyton, Tampa Bay, Philly, and KC. They've only allowed three passing receiving touchdowns over that time period in the last in the last five games. That's pretty impressive. But and Matt Ryan has been kind of a bust lately, anyway. I mean, I don't know what the hell's wrong with that team, but. I would almost uh, if I'm something about football, I'm taking Andrew Luck. I'm riding the hot hand there. Let's go with Bryce Brown, Mike, the hottest running back in football. Do you trust or bust him this week uh, with uh, the the McCoy situation and the concussion? I guess McCoy's not going to play again.
4: I bust him. I bust him bad. And I tell you why this Tampa Bay defense is ready. This Tampa Bay team, they really want to make the playoffs. Uh, Philly, they really have nothing to play for. Bryce Brown. He's had a lot to play for, and he's shown it in the last couple of weeks. But man, I've seen a lot of these guys on Philly just kind of lay down a little bit, and I, I, and I never thought they'd do that for Andy Reid. So Tampa. I'm going to bust. I'm going to bust uh, Bryce Brown on the fact that they're playing against a team that is a little bit more hungrier, and that's Tampa Bay.
3: Jo- Joey Brown in the cha- chat room. Tampa Run is good. The last five weeks they've allowed. Three rushing touchdowns hundred yards, three hundred and forty yards. It's only three point four yards of carry forty receptions, three thirteen, and one uh jeez, I don't know I don't know i i there's no way I could bench the uh the bryce brown uh love that we've been seeing. cam Newton was huge last it seems like cam Newton is back. Can we all agree cam oh, Newton yeah. is back Cam's cam. back, so I think we all uh, nope. we trust him Mike, do you trust or bust cam Newton who me
4: yeah. I'm busting him, big time. Atlanta, Atlanta's coming after him. Uh, I don't know if that was uh, Randy or Hippo back there, but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna bust I'm gonna bus Cam.
3: Uh, was that Was that you, Randy? Uh, that was both of us, actually. Yeah, they both trust. They both trust Cam Newton. Oh, yeah. we, we all, like we like him. Pulling
5: through,
4: we love him. No, not not this week. You better watch it. You better watch it. There's gonna be. Uh, You know, it's a little bit uh, lower over and under than I expected, and uh, I think most of his points are going to be scored by Atlanta, and it won't be Carolina. So, I don't know. Take a look at it, guys.
3: Interesting. Interesting. Okay, well, Atlanta Atlanta does have a formidable defense, that's for sure, but Cam Newton can get you with the wheels. You can't forget about that. Eric Decker was a cold player last week, and we were going to talk about trust or bust there, but obviously – you have to trust what he did. Torrey Smith is the next name on the list here, guys. Uh anybody having any opinions on Torrey Smith? I well, mean
0: Antoine Bolton's
3: been hot. He's yeah. been hot lately. Yeah. He has oh. been a go to guy for Flacco. But Mike, do you trust Flacco this week throwing to Tory Smith? I got this guy everywhere, it seems like. And uh he was really bad last week. He's coming up in a in a Washington matchup, which has been very forgiving to wide receivers. Uh, but they have been a little bit better lately.
4: I you know, this game this game has got me all confused, big time. Uh, I almost have to trust Tory Smith in this situation. Um, I just Anquan Bowden, I'm just not so sure. But then again, I'm not so sure with Tory Smith either. So, you know, I'm I'm kind of teetering there. But uh, I would almost go trust with Tory Smith.
3: All right, we, next name on the list. I hope you're right, Mike. I really do. He's a, he's an exciting player. He was a guy that I was trying to go after in leagues, and I think all of us were at some – we wanted to pay that fifth, sixth-round price he's and get the great big play capability. Oh, yeah, he stretches the field. And, and I would just oh, like yeah. to see – I think the problem is more Flacco. He's just, he's yeah, just uh, yeah. not getting in the ball. Quiz well, Rogers. Well. Quiz Rogers was a big disappointment for me last week. It was another Thursday game, I think. We always get together for Thursdays, and Thursdays are always a disappointment. They're always low still. Yeah, it's terrible. Tired <laughs> from the weekend. I don't know what it no, is.
0: Nobody wants to play those
3: games. I don't know if it's the defense really getting amped up for those games or what, but it's just always such a miserable game. Quiz Rogers this week again. It's another Atlanta player against Carolina. You can usually eat up the clock against Carolina on the ground. So you like Quiz Rogers? Um, I,
5: I I do sort of, and I and I sort of don't at the same time. Just because uh, it's hard to trust somebody in a in a dual
3: back set. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes he'll get five carries. The other day, he might get a he it's might get enough. fifteen. Yeah, it's tough. I do like to give him the goal line carries. He's a very difficult fantasy back to start. He's more of a draft master guy. I just like to pick him and let him. You know, if he plays, he plays. If not, you don't have to worry about it. But another guy who's been cold uh, for I don't know an eternity is Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush is uh, is he a bust or a trust this week, Mike, against Kill San me. Francisco?
4: No way.
3: Yeah. I don't, I don't think we have to dwell on that pick much. And then the last name on the list. It's funny, Mike, I do the, um, I do the championship leaderboard breakdown at the FFWC and I break down every roster and I let everybody know how popular the players are because you, you know, you want to know who the underdog is to root for on your team and come to find out the most popular running back was Adrian Peterson, 12 out of the 78 teams in the championship round at the FFWC have Adrian Peterson. But the funny thing is 12 people also have Ryan Matthews. Mike, how in the world does that happen? I mean, how did 12 people <laughs> that draft Ryan Matthews, probably in the third round, still yeah. make the playoffs in the championship?
4: Well, that, that's because uh, a lot of people gave up on AP. Uh, they didn't think that uh, he could bring him back, which that's a remarkable story. And we'll touch on on, on another show because – that that's something else. What Adrian Peterson has done this year is something else. And then uh they're like, Well, you know, Matthews he can't do what he's doing, so if you combine those two, hey, you you've caught lightning in a bottle. But uh right now I, I think Matthews, uh for this week, to be honest with you, is gonna be a big time bust against Pittsburgh.
5: Yeah, I don't I don't think we have yeah, we get we, Steelers run defense, uh Matthews isn't gonna do much.
3: Yeah, and then you mentioned you mentioned somebody's back for Pittsburgh this week, right? Palomalu's back this week. It looks
5: like uh, Pittsburgh
0: got
3: a lot of
5: people back. Ryan
0: Clark, Palomalu, there's a couple other ones on defense. Might not might not be a good – Yeah.
3: You know. I think Matthews is a, a 12 to 13 point oh, max yeah, guy he here. It's not somebody you can get really excited He's about. So, away. That's the Trust or Bust segment sponsored by OC Fiat. We'll give that another shot next week and see if we can do a little okay. bit better. High stakes rundown, Mike. Uh, this is what it's all about. You know, the, the the funny thing is, is this is life-changing money for a lot of people, $100,000, $150,000, $200,000 in some of these leagues. So it's very exciting, these three weeks. And let's just start with the FFWC, our flagship. 78 teams made the chase for the two hundred dollars We talked about the car that we gave away to Corey Gardner from Hershey, Pennsylvania. Very excited for him to be uh, getting that car delivered. We're going to try to do a YouTube video or something where – you know, once he gets to the dealership, you know, they they come out jingling the keys. I don't know, it could be a minute long or whatever. Just to see him get in the car, start it up, and drive away or something, you know. that I think that would be kind of fun. But we're very happy for Corey. And, Mike, we had him on the show a couple of weeks ago. He was pretty amped about yeah. it.
2: Yeah.
4: You, you know what? Uh, the guy is, uh, he's, I don't, I don't know if he's new or,
2: uh,
4: he just is really amped up about the fact that uh, he won something, but not about winning it. Because he, he clearly stated that on the show on red versus blue. It's like I want to win as much as I can win and just do whatever I can because he was he the dude was stoked and I loved it.
3: We also saw Commando Fro, he was trying to go for the undefeated season, which is pretty incredible against this competition, to go thirteen and oh in the regular season. Uh Chris Hart and Tolan Biocini. Uh they couldn't get it done. Uh, great record nonetheless, twelve and one. And we had those guys on the show. They are also invited to the championship round. So Commando Fro has a good team, and they are alive, Mike, for the two grand. Yeah, and, you know,
2: that's
4: pretty awesome. I mean, Commando Fro, you know, I've been able to meet him. And, uh, you know, they're, they're fun, fun to be around. And, uh, you know, it's funny. It's just uh, kind of the cream rises to the top every year, it seems like.
3: Very good, guys. They had a poker game going in Vegas I was trying to get to on uh, Friday night, or I can't remember which night it was, but they they did a random (laughs) poker game. It would have been been, been fun to get and hang out with those guys. Mike, one question I will ask you that kind of leads up to that is, uh, well, first let me ask Randy. Randy, is it harder to lead the contest in total points, or do you think to go undefeated? Uh, Well, it it definitely has
5: has to be uh, go undefeated because, uh, I mean, in the five years I've been playing fantasy football, I've gone undefeated only one time, yeah I've been a points leader at least half a dozen times right, so that's there's no question on no, that. No, except have that one bad week that just gets you yeah undefeated is very hard to do in any head to head matchups
3: well and uh, you got to draft for the bye weeks too i mean it's very hard yeah sponsored by V2. Yeah. You're, you're, I, you're back I, I, I
4: totally i totally agree with that uh you know I, it's funny when you uh set up the uh got the timeline and everything about what's going on with the show and you know, is it hard to go uh, undefeated? Uh, you damn right it is. It's real hard. Uh, you know, but score the most points, you can just accumulate points from left and right. You can end up. Uh, a couple years ago, uh, I had a team that went seven and six after 13 weeks, and I'm going, wow. You know, and next thing you oh, know, I mean, we had clearly the most points, so it's uh, definitely harder to go undefeated.
3: All right, Mike, that's all from the FFWC. Again, the mid Championship is going. This is the last week of the Roto Bowl Leagues uh, for a $25,000 grand prize. The Midstakes is another $25,000 grand prize, so a lot at stake for all of our, the players in that competition. Let's move on to the NFFC. We had the Red versus Blue Draft Champions League, the $150 League. Shout-out to Roger Gonzalez, Sideline Sage, who is absolutely dominating this league, Mike. Yeah. He has run away yeah. with this when it hasn't been closed for like the last six weeks. I want to tell you something, though, Mike, my team is third overall in points, and I haven't had a, a point, not a single point from a kicker, because we drafted that team really early, and I took two kickers that were signed at the time. They both got cut. One of them was Mare, and I can't remember the other one, but I've had zero from a kicker, and I'm third overall. Oh, God. Well, you know, Scott, I, like I said,
4: I've been there uh, last year in that league. It was the same deal. Uh, I didn't have a defense one week or a kicker one week, so it it's kind of different uh if you look at that league uh the dip, the point differential between 3rd and 7th is uh it's pretty tight so i mean it could it could come down to the next uh, couple weeks
3: the fantasy football players championship has a lot going on 195 teams made the chase for the 200 grand our friend and associate Managing editor of the Fantasy Players Association. Rich McClellan and Paula Lacey. Can't forget about Paula. They're currently in fourth overall. I started Noshawn Moreno and Prater last night. You gotta contend that two of those guys could be MVPs of this playoff chase.
0: Great start.
3: Mike, let me let, let me read you the rest of this team. Eli Lynch, Foster Moreno, Wayne, Marshall, Colston, and Winton at one and a half points per catch. <laughs> That could be a two hundred thousand dollar team, and Rich is in the chat room tonight. I don't want to jinx him, but it it looks pretty good. Looks great. Yeah, I don't
4: want to jinx him either. Uh, Good luck, guys. I mean, really, Rich and Paula, uh, you guys got a great start on everything. Uh, Good, good stuff with going with uh, Moreno and uh, having the confidence in him, and and that's that's what's got to do this late in the season Uh, when we're talking playoff time for uh, fantasy owners. You know, to take their chance to say, hey, we're gonna get no Sean and we're going to start him and we're going to have confidence in him. So good job, Rich and Paul. Yeah.
3: That, that, that's awesome. Very happy for those two. Couldn't happen to a uh, more deserving team. Also, I think that team has Gresham and Brandon Myers always trying to do, figure out that flex spot either. And he picked Moreno this week. So he's uh he, he made very important And that guy looked like a beast last night. He had like, I, I read the stat it was 69 yards after contact, which mm-hmm. set a record for him and a, Denver like second best in the last 4 or 5 years or something it was just crazy but he looked he looked fantastic and relegated Peyton to the just to the handoff machine that's all he that's all he needed to do and and that's that's another topic there Peyton Manning he led you to the playoffs oh he didn't want to fail Peyton that's what it was he he that's it man you know we're from Indy up here so you know he knows
0: what happens if he goes back to the there's level. a lot
3: of Peyton love in this room Mike I'll tell you that but that's that's what it is you know you uh Peyton has led a lot of fantasy teams to the playoffs this year, and now we're a little worried that things might start to slow down. That would be just awful, you know, to see something like that happen. So we don't don't want Matt's like, no, no, no. (laughs) Choke of the neck there. All right, let's move on to the FPC, the Football Guy Players Championship. 824 teams made the chase. For the $150,000, Mike, 824 teams. I mean, geez, Louise, that, we got We need a format change here. But, look, currently our friend Joey Brown in the chat room leads the way, number one out of 824 teams. Way to go, Joey. You got to hold off some competition. I have a team there as well, Mike. Uh, Cam Newton, C.J. Spiller, Mikel LaSure, A.J. Green, <clears throat> Julio Jones, Wes Welker, Torrey Smith, Heath Miller. And uh, Jonathan Dwyer. So I've got a couple of question marks. I'm going to ask Randy first. I've got to bench two of these guys: Dwyer, LaShore, Torrey Smith, or Heath Miller. Randy, I need to bench two. Um, well, I'm
5: going to say uh, you bench, bench Torrey Smith and uh, Heath Miller. I would uh, I would actually start Dwyer
3: and really? LaShore in this situation. You would start the two running backs. Just I would. You think you think LaShore, I mean, he gets a touchdown like every week, and it's I always have him on my bench because I'm just like, ah, I don't know. You got Joyce Bell stealing the steps. I Steph just system. I don't
5: like Torrey Smith this week, even though he has a uh, good matchup. Yeah. I just don't uh, I don't trust Flacco being able to get him the ball. And uh, with Heath Miller, I'm not sure how he's going to do. Uh, Roethlisberger's coming back from his injury. I'm not sure, you know, how sharp he's going to be his first game back.
2: Yeah,
0: they might
3: ease him back in. They might even back in Matt. Would you start the two back there, or do you like Torrey Smith, Keith Miller, or one and a half points for catch? Well, I mean, I agree with
0: Randy as I usually do, but I I do like Keith Miller on this one. Um, I I don't know. I I looked at it and I I like him this week.
3: He's a pro bowler.
0: He just he is, and he's he's solid. He gets you that touchdown. Last week was it was scary that touchdown that came, but. He, he got it. He got the six points, and that's all that matters,
3: and I think he's going to do it again this week. Shane P. Hallam in the chat. No way do you bench Heath. Allie Fontana, I saw on Twitter, <laughs> three to six inches of snow. Oh. Roto Info XCOM X. Big Ben and Heath are brothers. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's uh, it's going to be interesting. I don't know. I'm going to – up to the very last minute, I will be trying to figure that one out, but um Oh, don't wait
4: till the very last minute. Just start Heath Miller right now. That's my opinion. About
5: the snow?
3: All right, Mike, I need one more. Uh Torrey Smith, LaShore, or Dwyer getting all the work. LeShore. All right. LaShore and Heath Miller it is. Last but not least, no, we got two more leagues. The Kentucky Fantasy Football State Championship. Sixty-four teams made the chase for the ten thousand dollars, the trophy in the two thousand thirteen high-stakes main event entry. Our buddy John Duckworth and Wayne Ellis from Evansville, Indiana, lead the way big time. Look at this roster, Mike: Romo, Foster, Martin, Wayne, Marshall, Demarius, Dez, and Witten. That's why they're winning. Wow! Yeah, it's 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 pretty sick.
4: He really uh, he really made uh, he made headway with uh, Doug Martin, uh, Aaron Foster, and. Reggie Wayne I mean it was Doug Martin and Reggie Wayne when he drafted I mean you could tell right away it's like well I'm taking a chance here with Reggie Wayne I'm taking a chance here with Doug Martin uh Eric Foster you know what you're going to get out of him uh and you know you got a solid running back a solid wide receiver and it worked out extremely well for Wayne and uh and John so uh these guys, uh, they're, they're doing well, but uh, I'm in that
3: playoff championship, too, so I'm going after them. <laughs> One last lead. We're rooting for John and Wayne there. I'm in that. Uh, we're both in the Kentucky championship. If we can't win it, I'd love to see them win it as well. Yeah. The Wisconsin boys are in that, too, uh, Balky and Kurt and Dave and Leroy, everybody. Kimra's in it. Uh, Cindy's in it. Just a lot of a lot of competition from around the country have been coming to the Kentucky, the Midwest League. It's pretty, it's pretty freaking cool at the end of the day. The RT Sports League, I I joined this one up at the last minute. It was a $250 entry fee uh, with a $10,000 grand prize. It's a 16-team chase right now. I'm one of the 16 teams, Mike, and I've got one lineup decision to make, Gates or Pitta. Gates has been so unpredictable week to week, and Pitta has been too. San Diego plays at Baltimore, and... uh, You've got – I'm sorry, San Diego plays at Pittsburgh and Baltimore at Washington. It's a very tough lineup call there.
4: I'm looking at it uh, right now. One thing that that helps me out with these games, Scott, is uh, the over-and-under in games. I mean, I'll be honest with you. Uh, Right now what I'm seeing at at Baltimore is the 47-and-a-half and and San Diego is 39-and-a-half. San Diego playing, obviously, at Pittsburgh – Baltimore playing at Washington, uh, Pitta might be the play for me, believe it
3: or not. Uh, I was going to go ahead. Allie, Allie Fontana uh, in the chat room, you can find her on Twitter. Uh, she says Pitta, and she was the first one to answer. So I was going with whoever answered first, and, and she she nailed it. Shane P. Hallam, I concur, Pitta. It's a lock. Pitta's in. That's a good Pitta's thing. in. I'm trusting the chat room. I'm trusting the crew here. Yeah. Uh, it's going has been a huge disappointment this year. Oh, it's been awful. Terrible. Parab- it's just awful. All right, Mike, Q&A time. Uh, You know what? We did this the other night on the Twitter roundtable. I had an absolute blast with Jim Day and Allie. Uh, It was a great time to be on that podcast, and uh, it was a little bit of a format, and I I grabbed a couple of questions here that I really had a lot of fun with. And uh, the first question was, name a player that hurt your fantasy teams the most in week 13, and I'm going to add, or last night, or last night, because my answer last week was Jacob Tammy. Because I left him on my bench, he had nine catches in the FFPC at one and a half points per catch. Had a huge day, and so he's my answer to both questions last week and last night. Because I go ahead and put him in my lineup last night, and he does nothing. But, you know, I should have known better. Stokely, I heard was playing last week. Tammy played in the slot, and it made a lot of sense to me. But I could not turn down the nine catches, Mike. It was too hard to. It was too hard to turn down. So well, yeah,
4: and, and that's true. If I had one player that hurt me last week, uh, I I really can't name one because I I had a lot of points. I didn't leave anything on the bench last week. So uh, mm-hmm. I, I'll be honest with you, Scott. Nothing uh, nothing hurt me last week. All right, uh,
3: Randy. What's the, what's the uh, one player that hurts your fantasy team the most in week thirteen or last night? Uh well it had to be uh Bolden who I left on my bench. Yeah. scored me
5: fourteen points. I could have put him in over Greg Jennings, but uh I went with Jennings because he was back.
3: Yeah.
1: And
5: uh well that was one I wish I could have. Not too happened.
1: bad. You yes. had a pretty you had a pretty Bolden's good week. Been I still
5: lately. I still won my I still won my league because I was playing Hungry Hippie, but
3: uh oh, <laughs> It's on now. The winner That's good. for the Airways My uh ne uh Matt, did you have anybody to upset you last week? Well, you know, I mean, I I've been hit
0: and miss with Brian Matthews' starts. it. can't predict it, and uh, I came to the conclusion he just doesn't score touchdowns. He gets his catches, he gets his yards. He'll get 100 yards and five catches, whatever. But he will not get in the end zone no matter what happens.
3: Uh, and he it's Ronnie Brown. And it's Ronnie Brown's in the way, dude. I don't know where this guy. Is. He just looked good. San Diego pre-season. doesn't know what they're doing. Matthews. They're all fired. Fire them all. Get it. Get out of there. You're fired. Throw <laughs> Sean Green went down to the one. Do you remember that play, Mike? How do you feel about that? When somebody goes down at the one, we've seen that before. Brian Westbrook, remember that was yeah. your guy. I saw
0: Jones Drew do it a couple. Jones years Drew did ago, it, yeah.
3: and then Sean Green did it the other night. What what do you think about that? It's wide right. open, man. I mean, you know, it it happens
4: all the time. I'm I'm so used to it now. It it really doesn't surprise me one bit.
3: Oh, but if you're counting on those fantasy points and you and you end up losing a game by oh, that, it sucks.
4: Hey, hey, Scott! It sucks. I mean, let's face it. But are you really surprised when it happens?
3: Oh, it's is- awful! It's awful. They got to understand that there's fantasy players on the line here, fantasy <laughs> money here. <laughs> All right. Well, I
4: understand it. I mean, I understand it, and so does every fantasy owner. The, whether you're on the the winning end or the losing end of that situation, you definitely understand it. You've been there, and so you just gotta shake your head and go, "Damn it!"
2: <laughs>
3: Another question from the Twitter roundtable. You got to check out that show. Uh, name one surprise team that will make the playoffs. I had to think about this one a little bit. And uh, Mike, what, what, a team that will make the that uh, a surprise team that you think will make the playoffs.
4: Okay. Well, it was real. It was really easy for me when I saw this one. Uh, it made it made a lot of sense. Uh, it's going to be the winner of one game this weekend. And I don't know, uh, Randy, uh, if you guys know it, but it's going to be between Cincinnati and Dallas. The winner of the Cincinnati-Dallas game this weekend will be a surprise team that will make the playoffs.
5: I actually like your pick very much there um, because I actually have Cincinnati as my surprise team making the playoffs. Um I just yeah. I think they're hot right now. Yeah. Uh they're they're playing really well. They are hot. They kind of control their own destiny in this. Uh I think if they can they can win and uh, win their divisional games they have coming up,
3: they're gonna sneak in there and take a Pittsburgh or Indies spot possibly. Is Adriel Jeremiah Green the best wide receiver in football? I mean he damn he's darn close. I mean Calvin's number one. We give him the prize. can we can we give Adriel Jeremiah Green the number two spot. Oh, he's he's number
5: two wide receiver without a doubt in my book. Wow. And with Julio, do you have Julio up there? I have Julio in my top five. Okay. AJ Green and Calvin are uh, Marshall up there. Superior. Marshall's up there. He's in there too. All right.
3: Uh, I All think right. Cincinnati. I, Cincinnati was my pick on the Twitter roundtable the other night, and I said, look, they got to go ten and six, but I think they can do it. You know, I think they can be a ten and six team, and, and in that last game, I think they play Baltimore, so that would be a real good showdown for Cincinnati to prove that they belong. In the playoffs, and they're an exciting team. Dalton, Gresham, AJ Green. Uh, well, I, I, I'm Loffer. Loffer. Uh, don't forget the law firm. Don't forget the law Ben
5: Williams, Jarvis is doing a really man, well right now.
3: Yeah, he's, you know, I just, I just don't, I just can't get excited about it because uh, won't do. He won't do anything Sunday against Not
4: Dallas. Against,
3: oh, against Dallas?
4: No, he won't. He won't do much at all. These guys, man. these it's guys good. are this hungry. They're going to be fourth hundred yard
3: game. Wow, uh, Dallas has allowed about six hundred yards and five touchdowns the last five games. Exactly. Them, uh You know, he's played Richardson. They played Philly a couple times. They played Atlanta. Played Washington. Don't forget when Romo turns it over. Oh yeah. Always December. That's happening. That's definitely happened. I, I call. I call at least two turnovers for Romo. Yeah. Uh, uh. No, I say. I say no. I. Well, I'm not saying he won't have
4: two turnovers. I'm saying that the the law firm will not have hundred yards rushing. No way. Matter of fact, I will go right now on on air and say he
5: will not have a hundred total yards. All
3: right, I'm writing it down, Mike.
5: That's 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 rushing and receiving.
3: Yeah, I'm writing it down.
5: and receiving.
3: All right, Mikey. That Mikey's going on the record yeah. tonight. How
5: many fantasy points is he gonna get, Randy? You
3: got the answer.
5: What is it? I think uh, Law Firm's good for 16 this week.
0: I, I think, think he's, he's going to have right
5: on, it down. As, I, think as, as, gonna have really touch. I think he's going to get 100 yards and a touch.
3: Hey, a lot of teams are counting on uh, Green Elves this week. A lot. a lot of
5: people
3: have them. I'm going to take the Redskins as my surprise team since you took the Bengals because I, I was going to take the Bengals. And then when you took them, I'm like, okay, I'll take the Redskins. Six and six right now, a team that can run the table, I think. If they beat Baltimore at home this week, their road gets a lot easier. Cleveland and Philly on the road. And then back home, Mike, to face Dallas, and I guarantee you that RG three will not lose in Week seventeen at home for the Hogs. Uh, they'll be a ten and six team, and I think that gets them in, don't you?
4: Well, it, yeah, it, it very well could, but uh, you know, RG three is playing very well, and uh, you got to respect what he's doing for his team. Uh, it just depends on the momentum. I mean, a lot of momentum uh, happens right now. Uh, we, saw the, we saw that happen with the Giants for years and years. So, uh, you
3: know, we'll just see. The NFC East is just a mess. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. All right, Mike, we're going to move on uh, to the next question. Uh, we're going to go right to the sleepers and busts, sleepers and busts for week 14. So, we're going to go to quarterbacks. First off, uh, the sleeper that you probably, you're probably uh, somebody that you, wouldn't normally start, but this week you really, you'd like to put him in the lineup this week. So, Mike, I'm going to ask you first. Well,
4: I'm going to go ahead with uh, it might not be a a sleeper, but it's going to be Matt Stafford. Uh, I'm I'm going to start Matt Stafford this week. Uh, Depending on, uh, most teams have a lot of uh, good backup quarterbacks, but uh, in my
2: opinion... (laughs)
3: I love it every time he does it. I swear Stafford's a sleeper now. Is that uh, red versus blue? Uh, we're, we're, what's the buzzer meter tonight, Mike? Are you at a solid eight? Where, where are you at?
4: <laughs> I don't know. When I get done using the restroom, I'll
3: be at a nine. After I get that beer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna we're gonna go to your bust, then, Mike, who's your bust quarterback for this week? Bust quarterback is Cam Newton. Oh God! Mm.
2: All
4: right. Well, we that, already that's what
3: he said earlier. Right? Yeah, He's you not did. With us, do okay. it again. Do it again. I dare no, you. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you props because you are um you are you are staying consistent. At least I was reading a text message from uh, Club Veneer. Shout out to Club Veneer. All right, uh, sleeper and bust. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and go look. You probably weren't counting on Matt Schaub to lead you in your fancy playoffs, right? If you drafted and you were taking him as your number two quarterback, mm-hmm. just as yeah. a backup. But they're playing the Patriots, and we all know how this game goes. I mean, always the Patriots have a very aggressive offense. They score a lot of points. What's the over-under on that game, Mike? Do you have that? I'll pull up real quick. Go ahead. Well, while we wait on that, the Patriots pass D. We know they're very suspect. They're among the worst in the NFL. They average 280 yards and a the game. What is it? 50 and a half. 50 and a half, dude. I mean, look. 29th in the league allowed passing yards per game. This is – and and look, Andre Johnson's looked fantastic. He's back, okay? You got Owen Daniels back, and you have a backfield that can run all day long. Now, they, they, New England has looked a little, pretty respectable in, in big plays like sacks and interceptions mm-hmm. and things like that. But this is a game that you always play the offensive players and the wide receivers and the quarterbacks if they're decent against the Patriots because that's just the way it goes. Of course. So – I think Matt Schaub is a guy that can sneak, you know, be sneaky for you and, and get you into the, uh, in the, advance you in the playoffs. A lot of these playoff matchups are one and done, so you got to have a good week. My bust of the week is going to be Russell Wilson. And look, there's a lot of good rookies in this league right now. You got uh, Russell Wilson's right there with them. I mean, the way he's been playing, hold on. Uh, it's, it's it's more about the game though. The the way this game is shaking out, it's all about Marshawn Lynch. This is going to be beast mode time for them. He's been great. And Russell Wilson's been good. Look, nine touchdowns in the last four games with no interceptions, plus 170 yards rushing. He's a beast, okay? He's looked fantastic. He's not in the luck RG3 era, right? But he's right below that with what he's doing for that team. He, he wasn't expected to be the starter. He comes in, gets drafted, and beats out the guy that they paid the money to. So he's got them in the playoff hunt, and that's all you can really ask for a team like that. So Seattle's 7-5 and five right now. But uh when I look at when I look at Wilson Arizona, they're a good passing defense. 850 yards, 7 and 10 the last four games against Green Bay, mm-hmm. Atlanta, the Jets and St. Louis. That's a damn fine passing defense right there. Look. 850 yards and only 7 touchdowns allowed in f- in four games, 10 interceptions. That's Arizona passy. They're they're really respectable against the pass. So I would money, I would sit Russell Wilson this week. Randy, what do you got? uh who's
5: your start who's your sleeper well, my sleeper for this week uh, i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to say uh sam Bradford uh going up against the bills uh they they can't really stop anybody it's true um i think if you're you know if you're hurting on quarterback and you need somebody I think Sam Bradford's somebody that can come in and get you a decent amount of points this week
3: all right Sam Bradford, Mike what do you think about Sam Bradford? he's got some weapons to throw to chris gibbons uh Amidola's out right so game time game time decision. All right, St. Louis. Let me scroll down here. Let's see what they, how they've been, uh, how they've been doing here. Passing game. Okay, nine. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm, I'm looking at the stats here for St. Louis, and it's interesting what they've done in the last four games. Uh, they're playing against Buffalo, who's actually looked a lot better recently. They've looked a lot better they than have they have better. all throughout the year. The year they've been terrible. If you look at their stats, they're like 28, 29. But for the last four games, Buffalo's only allowed three passing touchdowns. So, maybe that's because they've been getting ran on all day long, but uh, they did play New England in that, and they played luck. They played New England, luck, Houston, Miami, and Jacksonville in the last five games, only allowed three passing touchdowns. Wow. That's pretty incredible. So, uh, yeah. There might be some luck there. All right, who's your bust, Randy? Uh, My bust is going
5: to be Tony Romo. I think he's (laughs) he's (laughs) going to be great this week. I'm just waiting for him to it. He does every year. Uh, I think this is going to be his week where he really falls apart and uh, Cowboys will be out of the – playoff race. There you go. Like usual. Like usual, Mike.
3: I don't
4: know. We'll see. We'll see.
3: All right. Let's move on to running backs. We've got uh, 15 minutes left in the program. It's been flying by. We might need a little bit of overtime tonight. Name one sleeper and bus for week 14. Uh, Mikey, I'm going to turn it over to you. Mikey, one sleeper and bus for week 14. Good.
4: I got a a nice sleeper and a uh, bus that... uh, is very similar to your quarterback bus. Uh my sleeper is uh Quiz. Quiz Rogers. I, I really think that uh I think that Atlanta is just they're gonna be able to uh be able to use the run game. They're gonna they're gonna dominate Carolina in this game and I cannot believe this line is three and a half. And you know, I'm a betting guy. So I, I just it just blows me away. So my my sleeper is uh Quiz Rogers my bust is definitely Marshawn Lynch The only reason I say that is Because uh, they're just not going to Be able to run the ball at all They're going to have a hard time And uh, that whole uh, that whole offense Whether it's uh, Russell Wilson Or Marshawn Lynch They're going to have a very tough time
3: uh, Just doing what they need to do I am in the chat room right now Matthew you had something to say about that That was a division game or what? That's
0: a division game. Uh, division games are always played tight. and uh, I just don't see eye-to-eye on that. i got to disagree, and uh, I, I'm going to say opposite on and, that. Well, and Lynch is definitely not a bust. He's going to have Lynch, a big week. Lynch is he's
5: he's never ahead. a bust. He's a, he's, a, he's, a, you know, he's a top starting running
0: he's back. He's a top
5: five back this week. Yeah. He is
0: beast, mode.
5: Yeah. yeah okay. All right. It's, I need to
4: go down. I need to go. Man, I can't make another. Gosh, but I, I'm going to. Uh, Marcel Lynch uh, you'll be you'll be happy with uh 12 points or less out of him fantasy football wise.
3: All right, Mike, well, I'm putting That's you on putting you on the record, dude. Randy, one sleeper and bust for week 14 at the running back position.
5: Well, I don't I don't know if this guy's really much of a sleeper, um but uh, I'm, I'm gonna say, uh, law firm Ben Jarvis Greenhouse is gonna is gonna have a great I think, game.
3: I think he's a, I think he's somewhat of a sleeper. He's somewhat of a sleeper, but uh, do. He,
5: has, he has not been able to stop the run the the last few games at all, and he has he's been on fire, getting 300 yard games in a row. I like it. I think he's due for his four hundred yard game in a row, and like I said, I think he's gonna get a touchdown on top of that. So, right. uh I think he's a must start.
3: Okay, and your bust. Uh,
5: my bust is. Uh, <laughs> He's uh, really the my bust for the whole season, and that's uh, Ryan Matthews. Uh, okay. You might as well just drop him off your team. All you right.
3: Well, that's fair. That's like saying Fitz is a bust. I mean, that's what he's been, you know, recently. You have, you have anything, Matt? Well, yeah. I mean,
0: I, I really like Sean Green this week against Jacksonville. What? Really? I, I do. I do. I really like him. In, oh, uh, my God. Yeah. Well, Jacksonville sucks. Sean Green, they're going to give it to him. That's all I, they're going to do. I can see him
5: being a possible sleeper.
0: With with everything going on in, in uh, the- go
3: ahead. Hey hey, I had I had an opportunity to get the Jets chant in. <laughs> so
0: you were saying? Oh, Sean Green's gonna get hit. He will. He he's gonna get it this week. And um,
3: Jacksonville, they they suck. That's all there is. It's the it. way the Jets
0: they're, they're playing for the number one pick,
3: and they don't care. That's right. the way the Jets roll. They're gonna end up having like a thirty point game, to, you know, on Sunday or something against You're Jacksonville. Right. And- all the buzz is going to be like, can the Jets make yeah. the playoffs? And, and we're going to be like, no, they can't
0: make the playoffs. And to echo Randy, the bust is going to be Ryan Matthews. Just just put him on his bench. Leave him there in the last yeah. spot. All just right. don't even touch
3: it. Well, my bust for the week is Steven Ridley. He scares the absolute Kajibas out of me, Mikey. Uh, mm-hmm. Playing Houston allowed only two rushing touchdowns all year. I think this is such a big game. I mean, can no. they get down to the goal line and sneak a touchdown in? Sure. I mean, that, that, that can always happen if you get tackled as a one and They bring in Ridley, but they could bring in Perrine. They could bring in Woodhead. Brady could punch it over the middle. Or or he's got seven different guys to pass to. I wouldn't, uh, you know, Scott, I wouldn't be too concerned about that as Mm -hmm. far as your
4: bust, because if you look up uh, what Houston's given up in the last uh, three games, I think it's like over 450 yards a game in the last three games. So, just uh, check down and uh, check out the last three games and see if they've been giving up because these guys have been given up a, a lot of points.
3: All right. And my sleeper, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll take that under advisement, Mike. My uh, my sleeper is uh, Steven Jackson this week. Look, I, I feel like we're going to see shades. And I said this on the round table I, I feel like we're going to see shades of 2006 Steven Jackson. I mean, this dude is, how old is this guy, right? Oh. But. It's he, a contract he, year, is it not? He wants he to go he, to a different He team. can still get it done. A I, pro. I, I said this on the round table, dude. I was watching the game last week, and there were a couple of times, you know, and, and they're playing San Fran. I mean, it's a big game, and they won the game, right? I mean, Greg DeLeg, Legatron, whatever, Gregatron, I don't know what you're calling. <laughs> they... Um, <laughs> They he's playing against a, a tough run defense. So, you, you know, whatever he, he rushes for, he rushes for. I wasn't really looking for the output and the production in that game. I was looking to see what he looked like. Now, there was one time that he looked like Barney Rubble out there where his legs were going, but he was just like he didn't advance the ball at all. It was like they were going, but he just couldn't get traction. Uh, but there were other times that I saw that he ran really hard and he couldn't be drugged down. You know, he needed a team of guys to drag him down. And, and this is the type of game that I think Steven Jackson could really thrive in. Uh, in uh-huh. rushing and receiving. And I'm calling it right now, Mike, Steven Jackson is a top 10 back in week 14. I agree. Yep. Yeah, absolutely.
4: Yep. That's a first. <laughs> you know what? It would surprise me a bit because uh, Steven Jackson, what does he do this time of year? What is it? The first of December? What did he do last year? About this time of year? I mean, he, he, he smoked. I mean, <laughs> but, food yeah. is, I mean, he's tough. He's tough as nails. Uh, he's not looking for contract extensions. He just wants to work hard. And who's going to make you work harder? Jeff Fisher. And, uh, you know, we're going to be talking about the St. Louis Rams, you know, not right now, but, uh, you know, here in the next couple of years, we're going to be talking about the St. Louis Rams for quite some time.
3: It's Bad Tire Friday here at Red versus Blue. We are uh, We're joined live by – Hungry Hippie Matthew. We got Randall 420 in the in the house. Wintergreen Way, all part of my local league here in Indianapolis on our street. And uh we'll be heading to Club Veneer right after the show uh to finish up Fat Tire Friday. The wide receivers start uh sleeper and bust for week fourteen. Randy, I'm gonna start with you. One sleeper and one bust at the wide receiver position. Uh
5: well, my sleeper is gonna be uh Michael Crabtree, Sam Franz. Mm. Um you know, I think uh, Kaepernick's really, really found a guy he can go to there. Uh, I think it's, I think it's about about time Crabtree's going to start, uh, start blowing up, and, I, and Kaepernick likes to throw to him. So. I like that. Mm-hmm. So uh, he's definitely my sleeper for the week. I think he's going to have a really big week.
3: He looks a lot better with Cappy. It's, it's almost like it's, it's yeah, the Crabtree they expected they, him to be. They've developed a little bit of chemistry
5: together. I think he so. looks pretty good. Yeah. All right, who's your bust? Seems like Vernon Davis is out of the picture. So mm. I like, I like Crabtree, no okay. doubt. Uh, my best, uh is going to be uh, Fitzgerald. He just. He just hasn't done anything this year. They have, they, it is easy. Uh, he's just he's a safe bet. Uh, they, they don't have a quarterback that can throw the ball there in uh, Arizona. He has no chance. The Lindley
3: experiment is over, though. Yeah, it's now it's, all about John Skelton. Now it's back to John Skelton. Mikey, your sleeper and your bust at wide receiver. Well, I tell
4: you what, I have a sleeper that is uh, from. It's going to be. Can I use a tight end? Yeah. Go <laughs> ahead. Man, uh, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and go with uh, Donnie Avery. I, uh, Donnie Avery is going to be my sleeper. Uh, he was kind of pretty pretty hot last week, but uh, he's going to go ahead and be my sleeper. Uh, the My wide receiver bust uh, that you guys might want to really, really look at is going to be Brandon Marshall. Uh, Brandon Marshall, this, this is going to be a tough game for him at Minnesota. The over and under is only 39. So that's gonna make it a little bit more difficult. So uh you know, I would go with my uh sleeper being Donnie Avery, my bust being Brandon Marshall.
3: Man, that is bold. That's bold. That is that is bold. I could never even imagine ever thinking that uh Brandon is gonna bust no matter who he's up against. He looks like he can just yep. he's taking the game to another level this year and it's and it's good to see that's him great. him turn that around. I, I don't like Jay Cutler, but I like uh I like Brandon Marshall.
5: I don't like Chicago's offensive line.
3: Uh, (laughs) Uh, One sleeper. Uh, I'm going to give you two sleepers, actually. Justin Blackman, now he's playing against Cromartie, but I have a feeling that Blackman... And, and, Henny, they have to get something going here. With Cecil Shorts out, you mentioned another guy in a, out in the garage earlier. You said – uh Laurent uh, Robinson. Yeah. Okay. I mean, is he going to play? I mean, what's going to happen? It's still Cecil Shorts is out. I mean, I mean he's going to be number two. I'm not sure. Maybe – I'm not I'm not as smart as, like, Lou Tranquilly, but maybe somebody in the chat room could tell us if Laurent Robinson is going to play this week. That would be interesting to know because otherwise – He's got talent. Jacksonville's counting on um, – on uh, this uh, this Justin Blackman to, to do something. But they also got – that tells you if they can't do anything. If Cromartie matches him up, Mercedes Lewis is going to get a lot of that. That's right. That's so, exactly right. I think Mercedes Lewis is
0: just the answer. If they don't know what's going on in the right wide receiver position, I think it's Lewis. But it could be a 6-3 game. I mean, I,
3: really, at the end of the day, Montel Owen, Sean Green, I mean, Sanchez, is not, not it, no. it could be bad. Uh, another guy I'm going to give you is Josh Gordon as my sleeper. I think he still qualifies as a sleeper. Six for one sixteen and a touchdown last week at Oakland. He's playing Kansas City. I think they're they're really gelling here. This Whedon Gordon connection. It wasn't. I think we all expected it to be Greg Little, and then it didn't happen. It just yeah. it hasn't happened. It's it's only his second year. We got to give him a break. Year three is usually the breakout. But mm-hmm. I don't. I, we haven't seen anything but drops out of Little and and he's kind of ineffectiveness. So I, I I like I like this Josh Gordon kid. I I, I like Gordon myself. Big play material. Yeah. yeah. Well, what about tight ends, guys?
4: Uh, Let's look, you know, I really don't have a sleeper or a, uh, you know, a bust for this week, but I'm trying to break it down. So, uh, you know, tight ends are pretty important to to what you're trying to do. So uh, what's going to happen with tight ends?
3: All right, Mike, I'll start it off. My sleeper uh, at tight end is a name that was uh, on everybody's radar in the preseason. Is your Michael Finley? He's been an absolute dog turd, you know, for about 15 weeks <laughs> of the smelliest. year. The smelliest man, and uh, he has a great matchup this week, obviously against Detroit. And, and I didn't get to give you my bust wide receiver. I think it's Greg Jennings. I really think that this is the right. week everybody's been talking about Jordy being out. I gave this away on the on the round table as well. You know, you um, you you think that this is Jordy's big week, and or that Jordy with Jordy being out, that Greg Jennings is going to have a big week. And I think Detroit is going to try to game plan against that. They're going to try to take Cobb and Jennings out of the game. And we all know something about Aaron Rodgers. He likes to spread it around to about 11 different receivers before anybody gets a second catch. Before anybody gets a second catch, everybody else will get one. And then, and then we're going to go throw somebody else for two. So, and, I, and I'm not ready to anoint Jennings as back yet. He's playing, but I haven't seen, you know, the big plays yet. And, you know, let's see what happens. But I I, I see this as an opportunity for the Detroit to game plan against Jennings. That means he's got to throw it somewhere else. So why not to Michael Finley? So that's why he's my sleeper, my bust. I'm gonna surprise you with this one, Mikey. I am very disappointed with Jimmy Graham. Uh, Jim Day had a lot to say about this on the on the roundtable. You want to download that podcast and listen. Uh, but he kind of sold me on it. I started researching a little bit. Four for thirty and four for sixty the last couple of weeks. I don't know what's going on there. I don't understand it. And then you look at what the G men have been able to do. Uh, against tight ends, thirteen catches, 150 yards, and a touchdown for the last five games against tight ends. I mean, they're really something in the middle of that field is very difficult to throw on. So, I'm uh, I'm a little concerned about Jimmy Graham. Not that I would bench him. You never bench Jimmy Graham. You can't bench him. No. Although Jim did did say he would, but I wouldn't bench him. But I'm saying that I think he is uh, not going to live up to expectations this week. Mike, uh, no, Randy, you're up. Tight end. Uh well
5: my tight end my tight end sleeper uh this week is uh gonna be Pettigrew. I think with uh Royals out for Detroit and uh losing Titus Young, uh they have to go somewhere else besides Calvin. He can't do everything. That's true. Uh so I think uh I think is gonna, gonna have another good week. No. And your bust and my bust um well, actually my bust my bust is gonna be uh Antonio Gates. Yeah. Which is uh it's not, uh, it's not much of a stretch, but uh you know, I he just He's been such a disappointment to me this year. I drafted him, and, uh, you know, I, I traded him to you because I couldn't stand him. So. <laughs> you did. You did. Yeah, I needed I a tight end. I don't trust Gates at all.
3: One bold fantasy prediction for week 14, Mikey. Uh, Randy, I'm going to start with you. One bold fantasy prediction for week 14.
5: Uh, anything well, that comes to mind? Yeah, actually, I have a couple things that come to mind. My uh, My bold fantasy prediction for week 14 – is uh, Fred Jackson will score a guaranteed 15 points this week. Really? Yeah. Freddie Jackson? Freddie Jackson. Freddie Jackson's going to score 15. Why would you say
3: that? You're a spiller owner. I'm
5: a spiller owner. His his wife actually drafted him uh, in her uh, fantasy football league, and he promised her he was going to get her 15 points. Uh, So uh, I I have to go with Fred Jackson on that. You promise your wife you're going to get
3: 15 points, you better get 15 points. (laughs) He's got added motivation. Either he gets 15 points or he's going to be in the doghouse. Yeah. One or the other. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, all right. Well, I already told you mine. My bold prediction: Stephen Jackson, top ten running back this week. Bryce Brown, third straight week, number one fantasy running back. That's my bold prediction. And uh, Mikey, what do you got? DeMarco Murray. What about him? Twenty
4: points at least.
3: All right, twenty point game. I could Ooh. use that, man.
4: Twenty points at least against Cincinnati doesn't. They're going to start with running and I don't,
5: they're going
3: to find a way to get it done. Cincinnati's going to shut him down. At Cincinnati, nope. 20 points for DeMarco Murray. What is his PPR, though? So, you know, you catch a couple that's, of dumpers. That's true. Rumble's going to throw the dumpers because Cincinnati's going to be all he, over. He's, he's going to get his, uh, his his reception. I really like Romo's that. Gonna right. throw their... draws.
4: We're, um, we're going to see delayed draws I, that, all that, that, day long. I don't play PPR,
5: so that's where I'm uh, behind you guys. Is
3: Des right? Bryant a top five wide
5: receiver? I almost
3: want to say yes. He uh top 10. out of the balloon, he, top he's top ten. He's top ten. He's Top, yeah, 10. He's top, say, 10. Say top ten. He can be a top five. He's unpredictable. That's great. Hungry hippie, give us one bold fantasy prediction for week fourteen. Wow, mine is Chris Givens, St. Louis
0: Lewis, wide receiver. Good. I, like, I like him a lot. Uh,
3: it depends on if Danny
0: Amendola is gonna play. If, if he is game time decision, All right. you're gonna have to watch it. Gotcha. If he sits, play Chris Givens. If not, maybe reconsider. But He's shown a lot of targets the past couple of weeks. You're right, and, uh, dude. Bradford loves him. He loves them,
3: and it's just it's meant to be right now. Yeah, you Cole know
0: Amadoula doesn't play, and start Chris Gibbons.
3: Everybody thought it was going to be the uh, Brian Quick, uh, you know, rookie year. And this guy, well, yeah, you're right. 14 targets last it, week. 11 catches. It's just at,
0: the way it is.
3: 11 catches for 92 yards. 14 targets, and then I remember he had like five, five games in a row. That's right. Five games yeah. in a row, he caught a 50 yard. You know, yeah. he's a, he's, a, he's a deep it's threat kind played, of guy. He's got the material.
4: I like it. Cool, cool. Hey hey guys, I I just want to uh throw something out there. Uh I'm I'm getting ready to jump off here. Uh it's been a great show. Uh uh all of you guys are, are great. Scott, wonderful doing it. Uh if you get a chance, uh, listen to what uh Brady Quinn had to say after uh at the handle I, I can't remember the name of the guy that uh, shot himself and uh, shot his girlfriend first, and then shot himself. Right. But uh, you know, listen to Brady Quinn and what he had to say about yeah. uh, social, social media and how to deal with it, and how to deal Go with on how Belcher. It. Go on Belcher, yeah, yeah Belcher. Yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah, it was very respectful, Mike. I give you that. Uh, I don't know what to think it was, about
4: it really it really uh, it, it really hit home to me because it's like you know through the course of the day everybody goes how you doing how you doing oh i'm doing all right. good good well you know how you really doing so you know i just appreciate you guys and uh, appreciate everything on the show scott
3: glad to have you here mikey good luck uh one last thing what team are you most excited about this week you got a lot of action in uh, in the high stakes world what what team are you most excited about this week
4: uh, I'm most excited about my uh, Kentucky league. The Kentucky League we're only thirty points back from fifth and uh we've got a lot of things uh that we're uh extremely excited about that uh basically we're looking at uh we're looking at uh Aaron Rodgers, uh, Frank Gore, Adrian Peterson, uh Big Ballard. Now here's a question I have to ask though. Uh Big Ballard or he? Or Big uh, Ballard, or let's see, Heath Miller. We got them. Sorry, I right. I Heath Miller.
3: Heath Miller. Oh, it's Heath Miller. Yeah.
4: Heath Miller, no question. Okay. okay. Well, how about? Uh, yeah. So basically, that's what we got. We've got uh, Aaron Rodgers, uh, Frank Gore, Adrian Peterson. What's it? For some reason, Adrian Peterson has gone under the radar this year. He has been a freaking stud. I mean, a stud, and I, I can't put it in, into words how, how good I, he's I been. I totally
5: agree with you there, Mike. Uh, Adrian Peterson is my uh, is my pick for the MVP this year. I know everybody likes to go quarterback, but uh, Peterson. Ooh. I think Peterson, the way he's played, coming off that uh, injury last year, he deserves. Uh, but you got
3: to make the playoffs to be MVP. Yeah, I, really I, I
5: don't. I don't agree with that. He's, he's playing, playing like without MVP. without AP, I don't think Minnesota wins one game. Mike,
3: who's your MVP? I agree. Yeah.
5: I totally agree. I totally agree. I mean, this
4: guy's busting runs left and right. And, yeah. you know, he had that injury in December of last year. And people thought there's no way he can make it back. But he's not only made it back. I mean, he's made it back with a vengeance. I mean, this guy has been a beast on a bad team. Exactly. Exactly. And, and
5: no one wants to give the running back to any love anymore. It's, you know, they should change the MVP to the – the MVQB, because all they want to ever do is give it to a quarterback. I I don't
3: think that's fair, especially with the year APs having. Hungry Hippie, who's your MVP? Scott,
0: it's Peyton Manning. It's my Peyton (laughs) Manning. It's got to be 13 and a half years, half of those years in person at the Dome. I know him too well. He's going to continue this win streak, and he is going to take this team deep into the playoffs. He is not screwing around. Eight wins in a row, nine wins. It's nine, I think, now. He is not messing around, and you watch out for Peyton if you're in the East, if you're in the AFC.
3: Uh, well, the he's, media he's loves him. Get the job done. The media loves him. He's all over every Papa John's commercial. He's all over everywhere. He's getting his receivers. The media loves figured him. Out. Yeah, uh, it's really. There's only. It's only a competition between about three or four quarterbacks, and one of them, Drew Brees, may not even make the playoffs. You got Rodgers. But, you got. Hey, Payton, look, I, you got Peyton.
4: I'd love to. Hey, Scott, I'd love to ask Randy and uh, the other guys, what what do you you guys think about uh, moving forward next year when you draft? Uh, Has it become a uh, a heavy quarterback and wide receiver league now? I mean, if you guys remember about five years ago, you better get a running back quick. But now what do you guys think about it?
5: Yeah, it, it's it's definitely definitely tough to get uh, running back. I mean, they're 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 pretty scarce. Yeah. Um. You know, it's a lot easier to it's a lot easier to stack up. There won't wide be wide receivers. A, there's there's only a few elite running backs out there, and then uh, after that, you know, you're just you're just kind
3: of you know. There won't be a the there lucky. won't be a running back drafted in the first round this year. Oh. No, yeah. It's, so. No, it's not gonna happen. It's, those days are over unless you have an elite player, and and we already lost our elite player this year. So, um, I I agree with you. I think it's Peyton Manning. Uh, I, I will give Andrew Luck consideration because I don't. Uh, he's eight and four, right? Yeah, that's right. And, and, he, and he deserves consideration. And he doesn't they don't have one stat that other guys do. But most valuable player. Where do you think yeah. the Colts would be without Andrew Luck right uh, now? I, I, they would be I, the ones I one agree. Two I Colts. agree.
5: I agree absolutely. I know they will never give a uh, MVP to a. To a They'd be
3: looking at Curtis Painter sacked on the ground. That's where they would be. All right, we are in overtime of red versus blue. Mikey, stick around for this segment right here. It's the Who Do I Start? Hello, here we go, Vic Ballard or Montel Owens? Ooh, ooh, ooh!
4: Vic Ballard. I go Vic Ballard.
5: Randy? Um, this, this was actually a tough one for me, but I actually have Montel Owens starting in one of my leagues, so I'm going to go with Montel Owens. Matt, it's Vic Ballard. I you think. look at who they're
0: playing.
3: Their defense yeah. sucks. And Donald Brown's out, so I go Vic Ballard too. Go Vic that's Ballard. Definitely a good one. Too. Macklin, good. Macklin at Tampa Bay. Mike Wallace versus San Diego. Matthew. Macklin or Wallace? Oh man, that
0: is tough. That is tough. That's a
5: tough one. Um I, I think I have to go Macklin on that one. Randy, yeah, I agree. It's it's uh Macklin. Even though uh with the with the quarterback issues there in Philly, I think uh, with Deshaun Jackson out, Macklin's gonna have the to quarterback
3: Wilson uh, to pick up the uh, flag. Uh-huh. All right. Uh Mike. Yeah, I go my Ma- I go Macklin. I take Wallace. I think uh, I think with with back, you got you got the deep ball going back, and, and and I don't I don't know if there is a whole lot of Foles Macklin chemistry. And all you got to do if you're Tampa Bay is shut down Macklin and you win the game. Tom Brady versus Houston or Andrew Luck versus Tennessee, Mike. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Andrew Luck, all the way. Matt. Oh, that is tough. Uh, I think Andrew Luck's going to put up bigger numbers. Right? I go Andrew Luck, too. Yeah. I totally agree. He has, if you look at the point score for the year, he's doing he's doing just as good as Tom Brady, and this is a better matchup. So he, he definitely has a better matchup. Put Luck on Tennessee the fantasy sucks. radar. Once again, Tennessee sucks. Here's a deep one for you, Mikey. <laughs> quiz Rogers at Carolina, Reggie Bush at San Fran, or D'Angelo versus Atlanta. This is one of those desperation plays. We you
4: know
5: who he's going to take on this one.
3: But you like Quiz, don't you? <laughs>
4: Yeah, well, I already said that uh, one of my RB sleepers was Quiz, uh, so I go Quiz, no doubt. Can you
3: say? Uh, I'm saying D'Angelo. D'Angelo? Nobody's talking about D'Angelo at all because he's been nothing. He's been a. Well, Stewart
5: yeah. was out last week, and um, I don't know if he's playing this week, but be- between the three choices you gave us, I actually uh, I'm going to agree with Mike on this one. I think DeQuiz Quiz is the best. Right. He might all be right. able
3: to get a touchdown this week. If DeAngelo would have went to Green Bay, would he be fantasy relevant? I, I think he would be morphing. Yes. Them, more, that now. I kind of agree with you. I think he would be. Justin Blackman, Mike, last one, or Michael Crabtree. Ooh,
4: Lord, Let me look at the over and under here.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I almost got it. I got to go Crabtree.
0: I, I say Crabtree Crab Crab
5: Unanimous. Uh, it's got to yeah, be Crabtree. Crab Crab my my sleeper. One of my sleeper players of the week and um uh, uh, You know, it's a Being matched up with Cromartie. I think it's going to be tough. Yeah.
3: All right. Uh, Scott, uh,
5: Scott, let me ask you a question. You got a uh, you got an issue to deal with uh, with Cecil Shorts.
4: Talk about wide receivers uh, in one of your one of your good leagues, uh, Jacksonville. Cecil Shorts, he is not playing this week uh, with uh, concussion from last week. So have you able to been able to make an
3: adjustment with that? Yeah, you know, Mikey, that's a deep uh, team of mine uh, in the Kentucky League. I have – here are the wide receivers I have in that league. Garcon, A.J. Green, Julio Jones, Tory Smith, Randall Cobb, and Cecil Shorts. So I've got uh, just about everybody covered. I'll be fine without uh, without Shorts, so I'll I'll be okay. All right, that's all the time we have here on Red vs. Blue. Thank you to that's the Chatter crew. A lot of fun. Mikey, as always, I'll talk to you tomorrow. And uh look. Sounds this-
4: good. Randy, uh, hippo. Hey, I love yeah, you. Uh, uh, I, I might phone see
5: phone you guys phone. one day on Winter Green, okay?
3: Yep, take uh, care, Mike. Yeah, you take care of yourself. Have a good weekend. It was fun having right. Randy and Matt finally in the uh, at, in the crew here, the chat room of Red Versus Blue. So you guys are welcome back anytime. Sounds and great. uh we will see you guys next week, uh, another eleven o'clock edition of Red Versus Blue. We'll see you guys. Thanks, crew. All right.
1: You've been listening to Red vs. Blue Sports Talk Radio, where Planet Red and Big Blue Nation collide. With your hosts, Scott Atkins and Michael Trent. Please join us next time.
2: You're